Hi everyone and welcome back to Walk With Bex. Just a little update from me as I'm already head deep into a very, very busy week. Lots of exciting things happening with the lead up to some really exciting developments with my businesses. This weekend gone has been the launch of another Business with Bex webinar, which is a four-week group webinar taking clients through the four fundamentals when it comes to building your online coaching business from scratch. And there's a lot of work that's gone into this. On Monday, just gone yesterday, that is, my business client and friend Monica, the physio pro, flew out to Dubai and we trained legs together. And then after that, um, I obviously did my work for the day. We went out in the evening with my friend Farah, who is also another business client of mine and my amazing web designer. We went out for her birthday. She's actually just moved out here and I'm so, so proud of how her website design and development company is doing. She's absolutely killing it and quite literally turned her life around to the point where she can now move out to Dubai and run her business fully. I'm just amazed at how quickly she's done this in less than a year um and just yeah there's been loads happening it also leads me on to what's happening this week with regards to my own business development um and she's been helping me design an app a fitness app which is mega um so i've got that content and stuff being filmed this week i've got rebecca andrews coming to film that with me on Thursday, um, Wednesday, the stuff happening with Monica, the physio pro, we're filming content for her business. It's just, there's a lot, a lot going on. So yeah, I'm shooting photos, doing videos, creating content, having all my business calls, my client check-ins, which yeah, it's mad. There's a lot happening, but I'm feeling really, really content and I like being busy and I'm feeling like I'm still managing everything. And honestly, that my needs are all being met with regards to my own fitness and the way I'm progressing with my improvement season, my businesses, and I'm even managing a little bit of downtime too with my husband and some friends, which is flipping awesome. Like, who the heck am I? Which kind of brings me on to the topic of this podcast episode. Um, It's come as a result of numerous conversations I've had with people following on from podcasts that I've listened to and books that I've been reading recently discussing the issues people face in life when it comes to being truly happy and content. And I'll try and keep this episode as brief as I can and summarize some of the key things that I think will be valuable to reflect on and hopefully help somebody listening. So when it comes to having your needs met, it's important to understand that we all have basic needs, needs that need to be met. And these needs stem from childhood, essentially. Like, When we're babies, we need the basics, don't we? We need to feel safe, we need to feel loved, and we need to feel connected. And as we grow into children, we then need to feel like we matter and that we're important. And as we grow into adults, we need to feel like we have a purpose. But all of these things still revolve around being connected to other people, loved and looked after and being safe. But as we get older things start to kind of change and somewhere along the line these needs are no longer met and for various reasons we either can't meet them ourselves or don't seem to have them met by others now growing up we all have different life experiences of course and we all have different childhoods and how we're brought up and the experiences that we have affects the needs that 
we have an experience in life moving forward. It has a massive impact. There's no denying it. And for many of us, you know, we reach adulthood and begin telling ourselves things that aren't necessarily true because of the experiences that we've had. We start telling ourselves lies that force us to act in certain ways. Lies that limit us from connecting with other people and have an effect on our relationships. So lies like, I'm not good enough, I'm different, or what I want is not available. So I kind of want to dig into these a little bit deeper, because I feel like these are the three fundamental things, three lies that we probably tell ourselves. So this idea of I'm not enough, I need to earn love, I need to buy love, I need to keep being better, being bigger, and eventually be accepted and loved by someone else. We've all been there, you know, myself included. I'm not enough. I need to look a certain way. And then someone will love me. I'm not enough. I need to be thinner, fitter. I need to have a six pack. I need to have bigger glutes. I need to have nice, smooth, luscious hair. I need to have a smaller nose. I need to have bigger boobs. And we do these things to try to earn love and keep working on these things all the time because we believe we aren't enough just as we are. We buy things to earn love, fancy cars, new clothes, and yet all of these things don't change the lie we tell ourselves because it doesn't earn us love. We still think that we're not enough. I'm different is another one. I'm not the same as everyone else, so I can't connect with other people. Because I'm not the same as everyone else, no one will like me. I won't be able to connect or find love because I'm different. I'm different because I come from a different country. I grew up in a different neighborhood. I don't look the same as this person or that person. I don't do the things that she does or he does. I can't connect with these people because I'm different. So those are just two of the lies. I'm not enough and I'm different. The other big one is what I want is not available. And so many of us believe this. I want love. I want to connect. But I was abandoned as a child. And so it's not available to me. I want wealth and prosperity. But my family is poor. So that won't happen for me. I want good health. But everyone around me is ill or suffering with diabetes or heart disease. So this is how it will be for me too. I can't have those things. I can't feel those feelings because it's not available because of something that happened to me or how I was brought up. Wrong. All of these things are wrong. These are three lies that we tell ourselves. And the trouble is with these statements or lies is that they're totally false because they are limiting beliefs. They are the reason that we struggle with relationships and why we're not having our needs fully met. We believe these things to be true. I'm not enough. I am different and what I want is not available to me. And the more you believe these statements to be true, the worse it gets. You might not even say them out loud, but the way you act and the things you do, these are at the heart of it. You do something to impress someone or get their attention. You change your behavior 
or try to be something that you're not because who you are in your eyes is not enough. You deny yourself opportunities for growth or shy away from doing things because you believe these things are not available to you and you don't deserve them or can't obtain them. You're wrong. What you are saying to yourself is that you are not worthy of these things. You think that you're not worthy of love, connection or safety. You are saying you don't matter and that you are not important when you actually are. And when it comes to human connection and relationships, you've got to flip these on their head 100%. Change these statements and turn them into positive affirmations and say them to yourself daily. I am enough. I am worthy of love. I can connect with others. I'm the same as everybody else. And what I want is available to me. You need to say them and truly believe them. They can't just be fleeting statements. They need to be said over and over again until they become rooted within you. When looking at love and deeper human connection and meeting your personal needs, you've got to believe you are enough and know deep down that someone will love you and benefit from being with you and loving you too. You must believe that you're worthy of it and know that you can and will connect. You'll find someone who has things in common with you, similarities, and that love is available to you. There are all kinds of love out there and you can seek connection and love. You are worthy of it. You are enough. I believe there is someone for everyone. And I know this to be true because I'm living proof of it. However, I didn't always have this belief and I did what many people do. I settled. I didn't think I was worthy of the type of love I was seeking or needing. And I stayed with someone who didn't make me happy for the fear of being alone. And it took me a long time to really and truly identify my needs. And this is what is crucial when it comes to human connection and relationships. Everyone's needs are different and can be met in different ways. And as I mentioned, this stems from our childhood. And this is why so many of us struggle not only to identify what those needs are, but also believe that we're capable of having them met by someone else or meeting them ourselves. For most of us, our needs are to be loved, feel like we are enough, feel connected to someone else. But all of these things require us to be vulnerable. And this is what we all struggle with. We are afraid. We don't believe we are enough. So we are scared of being ourselves with someone else. If I am myself, I'll disappoint you. I'm afraid to be vulnerable with you and be who I really am. And again, this is why we start doing other things to move away from this vulnerability. We work on our bodies. We go to the gym to change the way we look. We change our physical appearance, our jobs, our lifestyles, all with the hope of finding love and earning love from someone else. But there's something so raw and beautiful about being vulnerable and just being yourself. I remember being in previous relationships and not feeling enough, not liking the way I looked, thinking I was fat, not good looking, needed you know, to go to the gym, to change the way that I looked so that I would be worthy of love and find love. 
I've spoken about this before on the podcast. There is always a reason that someone sets foot in the gym. And more often than not, it's because we're not happy with something going on in our lives. And nine times out of 10, it's to do with our personal perception of how we look and not being enough. Now, this might be the reason I started going to the gym, wanting to be enough for this particular person that I was clearly not in love with and didn't love me either. But instead of earning his love or fixing what I thought I needed to fix, I actually found myself. It gave me so much more than I ever thought possible and allowed me to take control of my life and my needs in more ways than one. Now, the gym and my training is part of who I am. I love the feeling it gives me. And although I'm now in a sport which is massively about body image and I am compared to other physiques on stage... I know that when my time with bodybuilding is up, I will still continue to train and love that feeling and it will always be there. But being vulnerable with someone else and sharing your truth about who you really are, what you like, how you want to be treated and what your needs are, it takes a lot of courage. You have to believe first and foremost that you are enough when the mask comes off. And if the person you are with doesn't like what they see or is not on board, then they're not the one for you. It happens in all walks of life and for millions of people worldwide. So many rush into relationships, marriages, or stay with the wrong people because they're afraid of being themselves and that this vulnerability will result in them being alone. But it's better to be alone than unhappy and with the wrong person. Surely a lifetime of feeling like you are not enough, different from someone else and believing that what you truly want is not available to you, is not a lifetime at all, but an eternity of misery and regret. So when you're looking for love, first start with loving yourself and believing you are enough. You have qualities that someone will love in you and you are capable of love and being loved. I know this can be difficult. And if you've grown up believing you're not lovable because of something that happened in your childhood, you're going to need to work hard on this and maybe even seek some help too. You know, I'm very fortunate that my upbringing was a good one. I always felt loved by my parents and my family. We were a very close family and we still are. And my parents and we are also well connected. And my parents always taught us that anything was possible in life and everything was available to us if we believed it. But I still massively struggled with self-doubt and this feeling of not being enough when experiencing my first serious relationships. It wasn't until I took the time to get to know myself and spent time alone with myself that I built up this confidence. I started to believe I was worthy of love and stopped doing things to change who I was in order to earn love. And the most powerful things I did for myself was learn how to meet my own needs. I learned how to love myself warts and all and develop self-awareness continually reflecting on my actions and behaviors my thoughts and my feelings i learned how to look after myself i didn't rely on anyone else to make my income for me i enjoyed learning new skills challenging myself and taking risks when it came to my profession traveling and experiences i learned how to connect with others and enjoyed meeting new people knowing that they weren't different, but actually the same as me, all living life on this planet and figuring it out as we went along. And through all this, I was able to identify the needs I needed met by someone else in a relationship, a life partner. 
And so when my husband came into my life, I didn't need to be anyone else. I knew I was enough all on my own and knew that when we connected, we were the same and we had so much in common. But it's not a fairy tale and a romance all the time, of course. The next stage of a relationship isn't just about finding someone you match with, but continuing to be vulnerable with them and know that you are still worthy of love. I catch myself sometimes saying things to my husband like, oh gosh, I like a tramp today when I'm in a baggy t-shirt and sweatpants with no makeup on and my hair's all scraped back. But before I can even retract my statement or give myself a slap in the face, he replies with, you're always beautiful to me. You're my princess, no matter what you think you look like. And here's the thing. I haven't paid him to say this and it's not some kind of manipulative tool to make sure that he loves me or for me to guilt trip him into saying it. I know I'm enough. He knows he is enough. We've been through a lot together and our values of our relationship and our needs are both fully met. Is our relationship perfect? No, of course not. And are there things I would change about him or needs I'd like him to meet? Yeah, for sure. But I can't change him and I shouldn't much like I wouldn't expect him to change me. My needs in our relationship are clear, and so are his, and we understand how and when they are met and by whom. So for example, I need to feel loved. I like affection and I love companionship, which my husband gives me in abundance. I also need to have a clean house and no mess around, but my husband doesn't see mess and doesn't know how to put his things away. Is this a need that he has to meet for me? Of course not. This is something that I can just do myself and get over it. My husband also needs to feel loved, likes to be close. You wouldn't think it as he's a big bodybuilder, but he's actually a teddy bear, really. Don't worry, he's not listening to my podcast. And I meet these needs for him. He also likes to feel safe and secure and know how we're paying the bills and be in control of the admin side of life. I can't meet this need for him. I'm useless at that stuff. So he meets his own needs there himself. I'm happy, he's happy. You know, tell me what I need to pay and I'll pay it. Just don't ask me to sort it out. I hate bills. Some people like to feel spoilt, be treated with gifts. I thought this was what I needed and thought this was a need of mine. But again, this came from a limiting belief that I wasn't enough in previous relationships. If he doesn't buy me flowers, he doesn't love me. If he doesn't make a big deal of my birthday, he doesn't love me. I need to feel adored. Honestly, I've let that all go. Turns out I'm not fussed at all and I don't need big lavish gifts or a big deal on my birthday. If I want to buy myself something, I will buy it myself and I'd much rather have the company of a few people and in most cases, just my husband on my birthday. So many of us enter relationships because we think someone has got potential or we think we can change them. He's gorgeous and rich, but he's horrible to people in public. He's got potential. I'll I'll let that slide. He's great in bed, but belittles me and makes me feel worthless. I'll stay with him though. I I don't want to be alone. Wrong. You are enough and you deserve to be with someone who meets your basic needs. You need to feel loved, safe and feel connected. Any other needs, you can decide if they are either going to be met by them, yourself, or simply let them go, as they're not that important. When it comes to having your needs met, you need to start by first really identifying your limiting beliefs and the lies you are telling yourself first. You are enough, you can connect, and 
what you want is available to you. When you start believing that you will find the person meant for you and then you can start to really understand what needs need to be met by them, then you're ready to be loved and be happy. And, you know, you start to understand that you can meet your needs yourself or simply let go of any of those needs that you thought you needed, if that makes sense. Because they're not really that important. I'm by no means saying that I'm an expert on this topic and there's still so much that I'm learning about myself and lots that Darren and I are learning about each other and our relationship and our marriage. But I truly believe it will stand the test of time because we both show up to our relationship with vulnerability, honesty, and I believe that we both deserve love and can give and receive it from each other in various ways. I hope this episode has shone some light on this topic for you and if you'd like to dig a little bit deeper I would highly highly recommend reading any of the books by Brené Brown or Marissa Peer who both have a wonderful way of explaining love, human connection and vulnerability. Thank you so so much for listening guys. As always please drop me a message if you enjoyed listening or share it with a friend if you think they need to hear it. I'll post it on your story and tag me. Catch you in the next one, guys. Bye for now.